Welcome to Vacation Station, hosted by Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazines.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio's Vacation Station Travel Show. Every fourth Tuesday of the month, we get to catch up with travel writer Debbie Stone. We call her the Fire Monkey. She got that name from a monk in Bhutan. She is a world traveler, as you can tell. And she's joining us to talk about her latest adventure in France. Uh, This was on a barge cruise through Burgundy. Oh, So do you think wine was involved? I mean, we're not even allowed. We don't have Burgundy wine in this country anymore. And I think there's a reason for it. But do you remember Burgundy wine? But anyway, she went out uh, again uh, with this amazing barge company. Uh, You can go to europeanwaterways.com to kind of check out their website and see what we're talking about. And also click through to her article about the experience on blendradioandtv.com. All the links we're talking about are in the radio show notes, no matter where you're listening from, be it YouTube, Facebook, um, let's see, Listen Notes, Google Podcasts, Apple, wherever it is, uh, you've got it there. So welcome back, Debbie. How are you? I'm doing well. Great to be back. How are you? Doing good. And I just called you Debbie. See, one minute it's Debbie, one minute it's the fire monkey. See? <laughs> you're confusing you're confusing these I listeners, know. really. <laughs> well, well, listen, now, you know, but I, the burgundy, as soon as I was like, you know, and number one, burgundy is like one of the coolest colors, right? But burgundy, oh, France. Yeah. So what burgundy wine, isn't that kind of the same thing? Because I know you talk about this in your article, too, about champagne, right? We can't make champagne other than in champagne Right, right. But you know, Burgundy has to be. But Burgundy is is no, you know, is it's it's an area in in France, a couple hours outside of Paris, uh, and uh, you know they make wine, and there, you know, you can visit Chablis in the Burgundy area, which of course we know the town of Chablis and Chablis mm-hmm. wine, you know, and uh, you know you can visit the the uh, region of Champagne. Uh, which this this barge cruise does, and then taste the champagnes that are made there, and also the wines that are made there, and and uh, you know, so this to me, this trip is a wonderful trip for people who are interested in those particular libations, or just are really interested in seeing the scenery of this area, which is so bucolic and so beautiful with the vineyards and these uh, wonderful, you know, medieval villages. And oh. so, it, you know, it's, it's a combination of, and of course, food, you know, glorious food. Uh, the uh, company European Waterways, their barge cruises are known for having incredible gourmet food and uh, with an incredible chef on board that uh, just will make everybody really sad at the end of the cruise when they realize the chef's not going with them so (laughs) right you know that's that's the thing about these barge cruises I find this fascinating because these are really like historic barges right that you know used to take cargo right and so now well this is a little different right it I mean how I mean are these historic historic or are these like a barge explain the boat thing because most of us like Whenever you hear a barge, you, I go right to like bays where you see them going in San Francisco, the Golden Gate Bridge, you see the big barges carrying stuff. So let's talk about what the barge is so people yeah, it, understand, because it, it it's pretty darn luxurious from what I and, looked at. 
Yes, and these barges definitely are, you know, historic barges. For example, the one I was on, La Belle Epoque, uh, or mm. Epoque, I can't, I'm not, a, I don't speak French very well, um, was actually built in 1930. And so they, uh, the company then refurbished them. And so they have these beautiful, sleek, uh, basically luxury hotel barges. And um, they have, I think they have almost 20 of them. I think that's what our captain told us. Um, they usually uh, uh, and, and they go and they go within um, Europe. Um, they go across Europe from you know France and into uh, Ireland and Italy and Scotland and nine countries is, is what wow. you know you can choose from. But yeah, they're they're all um, the the format is basically a, a six uh, six night I believe is what I said. It is a six night all-inclusive type of uh, of vacation and it is wonderful because they take care of everything so this one for example uh, we met in Paris they picked us up in Paris and took us to their barge Um, and on my barge uh, the maximum passengers was 12 uh, but there were only eight of us which was wonderful because uh, Mm. there was basically a crew of five and then there was eight passengers so you can imagine the the personal attention that you get the service that you get and so it's 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 wonderful, and you know people might be um, some people might think, oh, you know, I'm going to be with a bunch of strangers. Well, we, my husband and I, were the outliers, so to speak, as I say in the story. There were six people, six from the United States, and they were all friends. And then there was us too. And when you think about that, you think, oh, you know, maybe that's not going to, you know, how is that going to work? But I'll tell you, you know, within moments, you know, we were like a part of this group and they were fun and great stories, great sense of humor. And they, you know, really uh, welcome us into their group of friends, so to speak. So I think that that is kind of the nature of it. And there are Mm. people that are just individual solar trap, solo travelers that go on this. There are families that go on this, Um, you know, friends, couples that that, uh, will do this. They even you can charter the boat and and have your own group. Uh, it's it's a wonderful way of of I think meeting people and people that I think are I don't know I think that they're kins kinship they share that you know a love of of travel a love of good food a love of wine um, and you know good conversation and so to me it, it's a win-win situation. So I always tell people, no, go, you know, do it. Don't, don't be worried that you're going to be with, with people that you don't know, you know? (laughs) And the barges are pretty. I like meeting new people that way. And it's an adventure together because it makes you get out of your comfort zone. You know what I mean? It's like, okay. And, and it's like, okay. And it reminds you the art of conversation comes back. um, And you're all experiencing something new. It's like, when they have happy hours at bed and breakfast or hotels, right? Right. You meet right. people. And for some reason, you tell stuff that you would never tell anybody. I don't know. Absolutely. It's weird how that happens, but it's honestly true. But when you look at the barges, they're so charming. Like when you look at the one that you were on, Labelle, Le, I'm just going to say Labelle or Labelle, um, but it says France, so maybe Labelle. Um it is charming. Look at the colors on it, the painting. And then you can see it's a barge, but it's so cute because you've got flowers on the side and you were going down these beautiful canals where, you know, you could see that the beginning of spring was happening, 
but you can eat on deck and drink wine while you're floating. Like, seriously, this is absolutely it's, it's I it's, mean, it's truly it's it's a really special environment that they have created. And, you know, they have this lovely like the, the main area, like a salon that's got a little bar and then the, the little and then the dining room and people just gather and they gather on the deck when it's nice and sit out and they watch you know, watch the world go by. There's a hot tub on deck. There's bikes that you can use. And in fact, what happens, because the barge goes very, very slow through these canals. And there's, you know, we went through, you know, 30 odd, 30 some locks that are still basically from, you know, when they were created umpteen years ago. And there's a lock keeper who meets you at the lock to be able to help the boat go through the lock and it's a whole process and it's fascinating to watch it's part of the whole experience is to watch going through these locks but you go so very slowly so that if you want to get off you get off at a lock and you there's the towpaths the pathways that go right along the the canal and you can walk for as long as you want and wait for the barge to come because believe me you can probably walk you do walk faster than the barge you can get on a bike and hop around and and ride around the area and villages they'll give you maps you can you know you can get as much activity as you want so if you you know if you would like to work off some of that wonderful food and the 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 the, the delicious meals you can just oh. get off and and do that and that's what we did uh every day we enjoyed doing that and different people would uh you know you'd meet different people along the way and and a lot of them were very curious about the barge and they'd want to go look at it and 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 talk to you and there were other oh debbie did you around. go did you go that's my barge <laughs> it's my barge <laughs> It's I'll give my you barge a ticket for six for six nights, okay? <laughs> I, yeah, it's my barge, and if you want to see it, like you have to buy me, you know, a, a you know a case of really good Chablis. You know, I'm just saying, yes. like here we go, like you start, you know. But I'm just kidding. But it's so cool because it looked like you were in beautiful weather, you know, where it's not too hot too, and then and just like the beginning of spring is so exciting because you could see the change of colors and, but you went so you can cycle or walk or do what you want and get into the little villages because where you're you're you know floating through right and it so, looks so you know, charming you know and it's and it's very you know it's a it's a very leisurely pace trip it's wonderful it, it, it really enforces you to or compels you to slow down in your life and you know whether you've come from the very energetic and hectic city of paris and now you're in this beautiful bucolic countryside and you're just meandering uh, through these canals and it just is such a delightful way to travel i mean you could get really used to this type of travel and in fact it was so funny because the group i was with were like you know should we just chain ourselves to the the boat and they can't take us off at the end of the boat and we can just stay on <laughs> and it was just i mean they you know people just end up loving it and mm. you know the six people we were with had never been on one of these before and they just were so taken with it and you know i had been on the one uh, mm -hmm. several years ago uh, in holland and i knew basically how it how it went but it was all you know this is a different scenery a different whole different country you know and so it's a, it, it's a totally different experience but the the main ingredient stays you know this is a mm. really wonderfully leisurely lovely luxurious way of of really luxuriating within your environment and what's nice also is 
every day there is a curated excursion. So every day you get off the boat and you they drive you to, uh, for example, we went to Chablis and you go to the village there and you we went to a, a wonderful uh, winery called Domaine La Roche and we learned a story about how the monks came to the town and how it all started in Chablis. And, and then we had wine wow. tasting, of course. And then because this is in the Burgundy area, there are so many different chateaus that you see along the canals and we visited several different chateaus and uh, oh, you know, but we the through, one oh i want to talk one? the cell the chateau i cannot pronounce anything french so please my I, my apologies but i'm i'm terrible at it but i i have to say it just so she knows uh chateau de ricey <laughs> dash ricey boss yes thank yeah. you it's ricey yeah. but anyway that that <laughs> cellar that oh my yeah. gosh yeah, I want it, to go it, in that cellar. That's insane. This this, um, this one was wonderful, and in this particular um, cruise, they uh, you know you get to really rub elbows with some nobility. And so at this show, oh, it was owned by a baron and his wife, the baroness. And so uh, the baron makes um, champagne. This is in the Champagne region. So we saw his vineyards. We got to go to his production facility, and then we got to go to the chateau where we had uh, lunch with the two. And it was wonderful because we got to ask all these different questions. And it's funny because, you know, you think about nobility and, you know, people who don't, you know, I don't have any, I didn't have any uh, past experience with nobility. And you think, oh, these people are going to be stiff and maybe whatever. And, and it was like, they were so they were so warm. The, the Baroness was just this effervescent woman who was funny and delightful. And she told us all these different stories. And so it was just, it was a, a wonderful way to be introduced to this and think to yourself, well, these, this is, this is French nobility. <laughs> wow. I know because I, I, I think about you and your travels around the world. And I mean, it's like, Every adventure, like if you could sit down and I know you've documented them all because you've written all these stories and, you know, but it's kind of like wild, like the experiences you have with, you know, it the people you meet. I think it's part right. of the story. And that's what I kind of like about this barge cruise is like you meet people on the barge and now it's an intimate experience that immersion like that immersive experience right. like what nancy and i do with as we pet sit across the country right you have right. this immersive experience and we're meeting people from all walks of life and it's an immediately immersive intimate and you better all get along you know what i mean <laughs> and so everyone's do, making sure of that and then you go to your excursions and as a writer and what you're doing but these kinds of excursions where you're having a meal with somebody not just you know there's there's a tour which you learn things there's classes which we've talked about on shows previously um where you get to be that's immersive but uh, i think when you have a sit down lunch or dinner or whatever meal and you're also with maybe the group that you're with on the barge if they choose to do that excursion now you're getting all kinds of perspectives and i think as travel writers we develop that because you have to think about different people's perspectives perspectives when you're writing something and thinking about something but when you're in that kind of group setting but not big like crazy big right and it's intimate like that um whether or not you're a writer it's but it is for a writer like really delicious that's got it that you know to sit with nobility and they're chilled out and relaxed and yet you're having 
you know, I'm looking at all the art on the walls and things like, I'd be like, just leave me here to look at that, you know, <laughs> but you're getting the story from a sit down meal. That's, that's special, man. And that's from something the, you know, that, from the, yeah. And from the people that, you know, you know, this, this has been in the, in the, you know, this has been in the Baron's family for umpteen years and it's, it's, there's a history to this property. And then there's a whole thing where now what you do to maintain and to, to keep this property mm. and you know the the renovations that have to happen so and the tours help then with it the, yes you know. and and then you know but you learn about their family you learn about you mm. know a baroness was delightful talking to how she you know met the baron and you know all sorts of really you know warm and and uh personal kinds of stories that really mm. you know really accentuated the experience for me and we also for example at the uh, Chateau Comorin we met with a count and whose family has had that castle since the 13th century and he oh represented the 26th generation of the family and he lives there on site and so you know the castle had a moat it was you know amazing and then not only did we get to tour it but beforehand we had this wonderful falconry demonstration right in front of the castle which was was you know i mean talk about location 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 you know for something yeah. like this was just it was it was wonderful just wonderful and then another time we visited uh the fontenay abbey which is a, a unesco world heritage wow. site yeah and i've heard of that yeah lots of history lots of history and you know just colorful stories and a wonderfully warm and experiential way to to uh ex to you know really understand the part of the country that you're in and it, it it was it was delightful just delightful so i've got some interesting questions for you one the dinners on the barge so were you always mm -hmm. having dinner on the barge was that like the yes. norm because now you're going to go sleep okay so one of the meals you had because i know you're pescatarian See, we've just we've also just been talking about food quite a bit here. Um, the you oh you had fancy butter. I like that. Um, I'm going through your photos. The fancy no, but you know what? I love those kind of special details because mm -hmm. oh, it's just attention. It just makes life happier. Um, it's all about but special I, details. <laughs> I'm going okay. Mussels and trout. That was it. Oh, so gosh. the trout. So from some of the chefs I know, they they talk about how Europe serves the entire fish pretty much and in america where we're kind of weak it, it's interesting when we think about in england they cut off the crust of the bread right yeah you know here in america right. well we don't want to see the tail the, the head and everything it doesn't look like right. they gave you the head of the trout but they left a bit of the tail or yeah. the back fin what yeah. you know i don't eat fish yeah. i have no clue so it, is that is it just that i don't know anything about fish or because I don't eat it, or is that kind well, of even, you know? But even in in our country, sometimes you'll get the whole whole uh, fish, like the sea bass or whatever it is. You get the fish, and it's just presented to you, or the trout, whatever. I've I've had it in this country as well, but uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, and uh, you know what was nice was is you know I do not eat red meat, so the chef would uh you know he would he knew this you you know they know dietary preferences and can can. Uh, you know, cook and, and deliver delicious meals to people who've got any types of dietary restrictions. And so, you know, I wonderfully got, you know, tuna one night and wonderfully, you know, and so I was able to, oh, you know, wow. you're able to, you're able to 
eat well, uh, you might not be eating exactly what maybe some of the other people are eating, but it doesn't matter because, you know, they, they take that in consideration and you fill out a, a profile ahead of time in terms of your dietary restrictions. So it's wonderful. And, uh, the, you know, the chefs are, are, you know, very creative. We had a, we had a, a, a chef from Greece and, um, but you know, he, he knew French cooking, he knew Italian cooking, Mediterranean cooking. And, oh, I you know, mean, Mediterranean had, is Greek, yeah. Ooh. Right, exactly. And so, you know, it was a wonderful meld of, of those uh, cuisines. And he was always, it was like, a, it was always like this adventure for our, our palate, you know, our taste buds were always taken on this wonderful adventure and appetizers were like amazing. And it just, you know, and then I love the fact the captain, you know, dinner bell is rung. And it's like, I, I said in my story, it's like that Pavlovian response. It's like, oh, the dinner bell. And all of a sudden you're like, yes, I'm ready for, for my three-course dinner, you know, whatever. Yeah, and sure. Like... <laughs> and they have wines. Did they, did, were the wines paired according <sighs> to the meal or were they local from where you were going they were, through? Yeah, or... they were definitely regional. And so we, for lunch, we would have a choice. You could either have either or or and white and red to sample. What? For and lunch? Then, yes, for lunch. And oh, for dinner, that's oh, because you're not driving. Wines. You're floating. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And then the cheeses every day, there were like a platter of different, several cheeses, and they would explain and go and let you know where this cheese was from in France, what type of cheese it was, you know, and what kind of taste it might have. And so, you know, because cheese is often served mostly for dessert in in France. And, uh, you know, Mm. so, but anyway, that was always a a wonderful cheese board. Oh, yes. See, so yeah, it was great. Mm. It was, it was wonderful. The food was, you know, food is definitely a highlight of, of these barge cruises, but it looked like the fruit, the fruit. I love the fruit that you, you were having for breakfast and it looked the ginger cheesecake. I wonder if that, oh, yeah, that looked like a little gooseberry in there too. Like yes, I, definitely, I, and it was oh, so good. Oh, so, I haven't had gooseberries for so long. I was like, mm. um, yeah. anyway, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I got excited there. Okay, so here's here's my weird question. I was thinking about this because when you talked about Holland and you know, saying about Amsterdam and everything, and and America is changing in regards to pe- people smoking marijuana wherever they want, but it's really there are laws about where you can. But you could be legal, but you can't do it. And you can't just light up a joint in the middle of the street. That's illegal in most of these places, right? So it's kind of like smoking too. Like what happens on these intimate places um, with people who smoke? I mean, on a barge or something like You're that. A, is there? They don't allow. They don't allow smoking on the barge. That is really good. To, it's not a weird question. It's actually something Nancy and I would be. It's yeah. it's important to no. us because we can't really. No. be in no, they, close they do cigarette yeah. smoke you know, for... no 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 yeah. it's just not it's just a part of their the thing they don't allow it oh so, uh, wow that's i yeah. think people wonder about that you know especially when it's intimate like you could have oh here's your smoking no. room but on an no. intimate cruise like that um yeah. i would you know even if they smoked on deck it would probably get to us so like what are the sleeping quarters like because i know people are going to look at it and go okay um you know uh, am so, I going to fall off the bed if we go over? And it's not bumpy because no, you're in a canal. It, <laughs> and actually, you're not, you're not, when you're sleeping, the barge is stationed. So you are not moving when the barge, when you're sleeping. So at night, oh. you know, in the, in the afternoon, you're going to get to where you're going to get to, where you're going to stay the night. So they, you know, you will get to the place of your destination and they will stop. And, you know, that's when, you know, you don't, you, you do, do not move when you're sleeping. 
so um, so there is no movement. So if people are worried about that, that is that is definitely something that doesn't happen. And um, the staterooms, they're small, but they're cozy. But they're also, they have everything that you need. All the amenities are there, and there is space to put everything that you have uh, and in the specific areas. There's a little closet. There's uh, drawers underneath the, the bed. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's wow. a place they for everything. Please. And, you know, there's everything, you know, everybody gets a, you know, a shower and a toilet and their bathroom, wow. and, you know, so it's, but, you know, it's, it's a boat. And so you have to consider that, yes, the, these are not going to be these palatial staterooms, but they're fine and they're comfortable. The beds were very comfortable. Everything was fine. And what I tell people is, is that why you wouldn't be spending your day sitting in your stateroom either. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're you're going to be up on top of, you're going to be in the salon, you're going to be talking to people, you're going to be eating, you're going to be on the deck, you're going to be off the boat, you're going to be doing excursions. So you are not sitting in your stateroom. So, you know, that that is something to think about. You are really in your stateroom to, to sleep, basically, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if you want to get uh, a couple, you know, you want to take a nap or whatever it is, you can, you know? But yeah. for the most part, people... People, at least the people on this barge, I mean, everybody wanted to just kind of be with each other and enjoy uh, the experience together, you know. Yeah, I mean, you don't really want to be napping on a barge cruise. Like, honestly. You know, I mean, yeah, you can take a nap, you know, if you're, you know, if you're tired or you're whatever it is, but you want to, but but I found that people were like, oh, I'm going to go sit out on the deck and if I take a nap, they're fine, you know. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You catch everybody out there like zonked off and, you know, but I think, I think, yeah, then you're not there. I mean, there's, there's um destinations you go to for that yes if you need to catch up on sleep you don't do something as amazing as a barge cruise no, to me i mean you don't I, want I, to sleep you know you don't want to sleep during I, this i don't ever time, you know no i find no. i fe- i find sleep incredibly annoying because i want to <laughs> soak up absolutely everything that i possibly can and so yeah. sleep is annoying but then i know like when i have to go to sleep I better go to sleep. I'll get crabby. So, but I think, but being on the water is just a magic, magic way to sleep to me is like, oh, that's, that feels good. And I want to do that. And I just think this is one of those epic things. I mean, that's what I was saying about you doing so many world travels. Is this one of those that you say was like something that was so epic, you know, just even, you know, going and meeting the barons and the counts and the countess, the baroness, the wineries, just that experience. Is that something you would say this was one of those really memorable experiences? Yeah, I think it's so special. It's so different. It's a different, such a different way of traveling. You know, when people think about cruising, they think about these, you know, huge, ginormous cruise ships that are, you know, 20 20 (laughs) feet tall cities, floating cities with 3,000, 4,000 people or more. And so, you know, this is, this is just such the opposite. And it's so special because of the fact it's so intimate. And because, you know, the service is so impeccable. And, you know, your needs are all taken care of. And, you know, you you can just basically relax and just enjoy everything, you know, and it's at a pace that is just so luxuriating in, in terms of uh, uh, experiential travel, you know, it's just so nice. I mean, sometimes we go to places and we're like, oh my gosh, I only have a, you know, I only have a, a day to do this. I have a two day, I have to run around, oh. you know, and so that, 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 that is sometimes what happens with travel and that's, that's okay. That's what happens. We only have a certain amount of time in certain places and we want to see everything, but this is the type of travel experience that is the complete opposite. And I think it's such a wonderful way to travel. But slow travel, you yeah. know, 
And I think that's something we should look at because, you know, I think we miss a lot when we rush around. And like you say, we have to, especially as travel writers, you have X amount of days, get this, go. Um, And sometimes for travelers too, I mean, you go to a town, you can't do it all. And sometimes I just go, you know what, like Nancy and I've got to this point now because we have so much that we have done and we're still writing and doing that we're just like, you know what, each place, let's just do one thing. Let's just do one thing, do it well. And, you know, if rather savor it, you know, I kind of, every, everybody's different. Every, everyone is different with what they want to do. And, and everyone's got different ages and abilities and, 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 and passions, right. And and things that you want to experience. But to me, I'm, I'm at this point, like, Hey, I, I want to have that one experience of one park and, and, oh, let's go to, if we're going to get sandwiches, let's go to the local place that we can get them from, you know? You know, um, it's, it's, you, it, sometimes it's, you have to value the quality over the quantity in, an, in a travel experience. And yeah, it's hard, you know, sometimes, you, you know, first time if somebody goes to Paris, well, yeah, they have a, a bucket list of things they want to see and do. Yes, Paris is, you know, has yeah. magnificent monuments and museums. And of course you want to, and if you only have that amount of time, but sometimes it's just like, okay, stop take an hour and sit in the cafe and enjoy your drink your food whatever it is and watch the world watch people walk by and just take an hour where you're just stopping you know what I mean and instead of frantic frenetic pacing just tell yourself I need to just stop and I need to take in where I am you know I, I really really agree with you I mean you know just the other day um we were in Maryland. I don't know we're recording this while in Maryland, but we were on the other side of Maryland, the Chesapeake Bay. And we were staying on the River Y and nice. um, watching os- Osprey's Nest. But, you know, we're doing this very immersive pet sitting life and you live like the locals, literally. And right. so our experiences are a little different that way. But of course, we want to do our parks. And we had that opportunity to meet a friend who's like, oh, let's go meet at this restaurant and I was like we want to go to the park it's sunny man like you know we got to do our part and this is a friend that you know has been on our radio shows for over 16 years and finally get to meet him and we went and he brought the wine don't I'm not saying what part because I'm not saying if it's legal or not um but we brought the sandwiches I said okay we'll do you're doing this we'll do this and we had a choice of oh well we could you know make them ourselves or we can go get someone else or go support a local vendor, which is what we did. And when you went in, they were famous for fried or for their chicken. Mm. And you're then they had this is the menu of their specialty chicken sandwiches, or you could get the chicken, chicken, all these different things. Well, I went and got each one of their specialty things. None of us <laughs> knew which one was which, but we all, you know, it's like, here, yeah. you get this. You get... And right. it was so good. And we just sat on this bench with our chicken sandwiches, watching people in the lake. We watched a bald eagle hunt. We had all these birds, people kayaking. It was so gorgeous. And it was at that moment, like I was like, this is good, where you can just sit. And he's telling us all about the area that we're in and just really understanding what it's like to even just, like if if we lived here, like I would come here. You know what I mean? It was like right. that kind of um, local life where... And we, it was only, we were there for a couple hours and it was like, wow, I'm so glad we did it that way. And I'm not knocking restaurants, go to the restaurants and everything too. I mean, we supported one, but it, it just, those moments of like, oh, just chill out, 
like you were saying yeah. in Paris or wherever. Um, but you know, we were literally we were on the Chesapeake Bay. We always hear about the Chesapeake Bay. Yeah. And until yeah. you get there, and now we've been, we didn't even realize we were there before, like the Bay Area itself. Why? Because we were going too fast before. Right. And so now this trip, we're like, oh, this is where we were at. Look at all of this. And we've actually done interviews on the region before. And now it's all coming into perspective. And so I think, the, you know, like I said, running around, being, being, I don't know, being just very conscious of the moment and where you are. You know, there's a slow food movement. Well, you know, slow travel is the same thing. And I think there's been, a, I think there's been a shift with a lot of people um, to really value the quality over the quantity when they go somewhere. And yeah, mm -hmm. maybe they didn't get to see something that's, you know, really noticeable, you know, really noted and famous, but, but they got to, to see other things or they got to experience something that would be much more memorable to them, you know, where maybe they were sitting in a cafe and maybe they had a conversation with a local, you know, or, or they were sitting on a bench and saw wildlife or whatever it is. That's or a something band that came into the cafe yes. and started playing like, then right. you're not getting me out. I'm not leaving. Right. And this is, the, you know, the barge cruise thing. This is the other part that I think is so cool. I, I've, you know, and I, I'm not knocking any cruise lines or anybody, but for me, this is more my style because when, when you do those other ones, like Nancy and I almost missed our ship coming back in the Bahamas. We almost came, mm. we almost missed our ship. And that's because I was drinking Bahama Mamas and, and <laughs> there was a steel drum player <laughs> in the plaza playing steel drums as a little kid. And then this whole band. And I'm like, I've got the Muhammad Mamas. I'm not driving anywhere. And there's this amazing band. And we almost lost our our way home. And that's right. because I was having such a good time. So, I mean, yeah. it was a great trip. And that was a yeah. memorable story from all that. And, um, and then we had to do the captain's dinner. And I had Bahama Mama, so I was lively. But <laughs> and I was all, let's roll. But but this is the thing with the with this barge cruise. I feel like it's not like, oh my God, the barge cruise is going to go without you, you know, and maybe you have to watch right. the lock thing, you know what I mean? So you do have to pay attention, but they're never, they're never going to leave without you. Believe me, this is not the kind of, yeah, you can run to the next lock. You. <laughs> you can, you can cycle your way to the next lock. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're not going to, it's not good. You're not going to die. You'll never, you'll never miss the barge. Believe you're me. You're not going to be of, stuck yeah. in another no. country while your no, ship no. cruises off without no. you. So, they, and I don't, they, they and yeah. they take such good care of you. You know what I mean? It's just that, you know, it's, it's so nice. It's, it's, really nice once in a while to have somebody or some buddies to take that good care of you oh it's that. nice to be taken nice. care of we it all is. want the special we all want to feel want that cared about you know and i yes. think that's what the word hospitality is about so everyone europeanwaterways.com <laughs> is the site to go to i really want to go um i'm hungry I want wine now after this conversation. <laughs> I want some cheese because, you know, um, and I just feel like I need to go to a water view now. And um, I want to go on a barge. I really want to do this. Like, I, I can't even, I can't stand do it. it. Do it. I will. Do it. I will. <laughs> By golly, I will. And I'll send you photos every five minutes. No. So everyone, Debbie, Debbie Stone, travel writer Debbie Stone, also known as the Fire Monkey, is here every 
uh, fourth Tuesday here on Big Blend Radio. So keep up with us at BigBlendRadio.com. Again, her article is linked in the show notes and is also up on BlendRadioNTV.com. Thank you so much, Fire Monkey. We can't wait for our next time with you. We're going to be talking more about Europe, right? Absolutely. This time we're going to head towards Portugal. <laughs> One of your, you went to my bucket list city, Lisbon, and uh, I'm so happy okay. you did, but I'm also jealous. All right. <laughs> Thanks Thank so you much. so much. Take care. All right. All right. Bye-bye.